recording in progress. Welcome to another episode. Oh, wow. Let's do that again. Zoop, zoop, zoop. You're not going to edit this out. Shut up. <laughs> another episode of Generation Zennial coming to you a day early on a Thursday because, you know, we have real things to do. We got things to do. We're people. We got lives. We got conflicts tomorrow, so we, we do a day early because we don't have conflict right now. Uh, although I'm getting calendar invites for meetings for next week, and now I'm like, ah, meetings. Although, Work, life. <laughs> responsibilities. How dare they get in the way of us talking about random stuff that people talk about on the internet. And you know what? I tell you, I don't know if you saw for Lent, I gave up talking about politics on social media. And it's kind of fun because like I just scroll right past things. I'm like, normally I might engage with this, but now I'm just like, I am not even going to respond because it's not worth my time. And I just keep going and it feels nice. Yeah, it must be a little bit relaxing just to be able to just scroll, scroll past and like, I'm not going to engage in this because um, it, it, no good ever really comes out of it other than maybe some like cathartic, uh, like getting it off your chest and being like, you know, just telling people that you're being stupid. Um, <laughs> right, because no one's going to change their opinion based on what I say on social media. Let's be honest. Here. Obviously, no, one. I don't think anyone has, um, you know, as, but the unfollow button has been my friend for the past probably four years. Um it's, I do the mute button sometimes. Like you, you, you can snooze a person for like thirty days. Oh, yeah, just, you so gotta, like, you're you're on a break. So if like it's a, a it, if it's like a relative that you don't want to tell because you don't want maybe some relatives you just don't want them to see that you unfriended them, but if you snooze them they don't know. Well, that's why I use the unfollow button. That's that's well, my, that's, that's, my, unfollow, that's my that's yeah. my go to. If you post stupid stuff, you just got unfollowed. That way, I don't see your stupid stuff anymore. Um, you know, me being the the, the person that I am, I. I do always like to keep in touch on what the, the opposition party is saying. Um, just cause I like to keep up with their arguments and like one of my favorite things to do um, on YouTube is watch videos that debunk like right wing videos. So like, <laughs> like, like videos that, that, that watch per, basically watch PragerU videos and, and, and talk about how, how awful these takes are or like Ben Shapiro videos and, talk about how awful his take is then that, oh, that's where i get that's where i get my my right-wing news from is from other people just basically slamming people like ben shapiro and prager you and uh, dave there, rubin there, i just saw a tiktok yesterday it was like uh you know what jewish people should we discriminate against because yada 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 and like one you should not discriminate against anyone based on the religious blah 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 whatever two ben shapiro <laughs> <laughs> And I was the list, and I was I was dying. I was laughing so hard. I was like, "That's brilliant." Ben, big boy Ben. He is a he's a character. Um, he's, he's he's it's almost entertaining to watch like the just the things that he says and like, and I remember like when he first started doing what he's doing. Um, at least got popular with what he was doing like what, like five six years ago. I remember talking to somebody about him and who was who was on the right, and he was he was a big fan. And I was just like, this this guy's a clown, man. He's like, oh. and it's like, even back then, I thought like, at least he like seems like he's educated and actually does like read up on things. And I I thought like maybe he actually did like his homework. And but now it's just like, no, nah, he's just coming up with random things that he says and like without con. He's one of the, you know, he's just one of these commentators that just says things without context. And then like if it's vague enough. It, it might sound like it's right, especially like when it comes to his like his, his transgender like agenda. Um, he, I know he was big on that for a long time, um, and obviously with everything going on and with the right. Equality Act and stuff, he's kind of back on it. And it's just like he's the facts don't care about your feelings guy, and like 
it's all about his feelings all the time. It, it was, you know, as you're talking, I was, I was thinking about myself. I th- I've thought over time and time again, like, you know how, like, you have the, the Rush Limbaugh's and Alex Joneses and, like, they make all this money and talk radio and they just can talk for hours and hours. I was like, where's the Democratic side of that? Where's the liberal version of that? I was like, all right, we can't have the liberal version of that because they're just spewing. They're just saying whatever they want to say with no um, fact base, no fact checking, no reality check. They, they just have free lessons to say what they want on the talk radios of of the world. That's what makes them so entertaining, right? right it's I entertaining. Mean, there, but there, the, is, but, there is leftist radio out there, right? There is leftist. But it's not entertaining. Um, like, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's basically just like, you know, this and that. Like, I listen to Tom Hartman um, on the way to work sometimes. And, you know, he he, he gives out good information, I think. But, yeah, it's not as entertaining as, like, a well, Rush uh, Limbaugh. Like, I, I even used to listen to Rush Limbaugh. Didn't before, Al Franken like, start a radio station once? Al Franken started, like, America One Radio. Like yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's out there. Like Sam Cedar does a does a podcast. But, it's on YouTube now. But it's um, not. That's where it's, it started at on American One. Him and Janine Garofalo back. It's not as entertaining because, like you said, it's it's you know when you when you do things that are facts based, it's not entertaining because it's reality. No, which is which is why like the the best the best leftist content is basically them debunking right wing videos. <laughs> Because that's that's that that's because you get to watch their craziness and you just go no this is this is this is ridiculous. Well, um, you know, speaking of entertaining, let's talk about the three day comedy spectacular. Of that CPAC. was CPAC. <laughs> that, yes. I mean, I, I say comedy because like I think the Daily Show put together like the the kings of conservative comedy highlight reel and like was just like showing like clips of them as like comedian because they were, like they were trying to do comedy. I mean. You have it's a good to, right? You want yeah. you want to try to keep things entertaining and, 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 and don't be uh, wrong. You should get out there with a good dad joke once in a while. Like that's that's acceptable. It's fine, you know. But you know, joking about how you went to Cancun instead of staying in your home state while everyone else is suffering and dying, like you <laughs> know, that's not a joke. That. That's not a joke. Jokes about that, and, and he got a pop, and it's like well, especially a week removed from it. Ted you Cruz know? is awful. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how anybody like. If he gets reelected again, yeah, that's a guy I want to support. Like, like, like if he actually gets elected again, it's, it's. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because of the gerrymandering that happens in Texas. Like, Texas, yeah. There's no gerrymandering in in the Senate. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good. Touche, touche. Sorry, apologies. But um, but you know, Texas is is still pretty 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 red um it's start i mean there's there's arguments there that it's starting to turn a little purplish we'll see well, i think uh, i think it'll be pretty interesting well i mean it really depends on like you said you know senate wise one thing but because of like you said how it's gerrymandered you have representatives goes a different way because you know you take austin austin you know is a very blue city if we if you think about who's in austin texas oh, yeah. but but like seven different don't quote me on the number. I think it's like seven different districts slice into Austin and then branch out into rural Texas. Probably. I mean, probably By like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't doubt that. I don't, I don't know the specifics of, uh, I've seen the massive Texas it's local crazy. politics, but I'm sure that's something that, that, that they did. Um, I mean, that's, any, that's any state, um, really. It's, oh, it's, you, it's, yeah, it's the horrible. city, the cities are blue and then it kind of spreads out into red. That's why you see that map that conservatives like to throw around where it's like the whole, the whole country's red, except for these little places. But yeah. most of that, most of that redness is dirt, right? Let's be honest. It's dirt most and cows. Is dirt and like forest and <laughs> and mountains. And, and, you and know, no, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot might be conservative. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. No, he he's more of a naturalist. 
Probably. But let's, let's a, talk about... Maybe it's the eco-fascist. I don't know who knows. I mean, let's talk about CPAC. First, let's go back to, like, I remember last week you texted me the picture of the golden idol. That was and my I, favorite part. And, and, and like, literally people, really? like, worshipping it. Like, literally, I saw people, like, bowing down to it. And, and, and maybe as a joke or whatever, but still... It's like they don't realize the irony in that. Like, these like, are people that are conservative Christians, right? This is supposed to be the religious right too, right? Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that every person on the right is is a Christian because obviously that's not true. There's plenty of um, right wing atheists out there. Um, I, I mean, this it. this was the you know it's a very well known story in the Old Testament about worshiping a golden idol. Uh, and, and here they are, they created a golden idol and they're worshiping it. It's, it's just like, it, yeah, that's why it's like, did, did someone get like, did someone get the irony in that? And it was like, well, we're going to do this as a joke. And like, uh, that's like, that's the whole thing. The thing, the thing with this, I don't, did we talk about the stage last week? With the, oh, with the, with the, the room? The, oh no, I don't think so. The, the stage that is basically a Nazi symbol. Yeah. Like it's like stuff like that. Do people just go like. Oh, we'll do this and no no one will actually like get with the with the joke here well that's not really a joke but you know what i mean with with the, with the messages here and we'll just do it as a and i, I just don't get it <laughs> it's 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 almost like it's it's too, it's too easy right it's too much of a coincidence to do these things and like not not take it ironically like well yeah as, yeah. as my friend was, was it one stage designer like with the with the stage like was it the one guy going well, I'm going to sneak this in there and like no, nobody else realizing it. Or was it a, or was it like a group decision where they're like, yeah, we'll do this. And like, it's a big conspiracy. Like that's really, for me, that's kind of hard to believe, but you never know. And that's, <laughs> that's, well, the, that's the problem in itself. Right. Is that you, you have to question these things. Like. Apparently it was questioned. Like the hotel staff who was setting it up questioned the design. Like yeah, someone, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that was a Nazi. Someone symbol. brought it up and was like, so um, "Someone brought it up." So I, if I this. saw that stage, I would have been like, "Okay, whatever." But then you get it gets compared to it, and you're like, "Wait a minute, yeah, it is. Was this done intentionally? Like, what's going on here?" Well, like my friend, who's a who used to be a set designer, says, "There's no accidents in set design. Like, it's you know what you're doing when you design the set." And then again, like I said, there's there's checkpoints. You know, one person designs it, maybe they're ignorant. They don't realize what they're doing. They just think it's a cool design. They show it to other people. Someone at some point should be like, that looks familiar. But apparently I, I heard the story or I read it somewhere. I forget who I was talking to, but they're like, you know, the hotel staff who's in charge of actually assembling the stage was like, this is a, you know, they were like, this is, you know, a Nazi symbol or whatever. But the, the organizer was like, no, this is what you're putting up. Like they still insisted on having it done. So at some point that check was, that did happen and they still pushed back against it. Yeah, so that's kind of, at this point kind of sounds like it's like intentional, which yeah. is which is cringe. It's big time cringe. But you know, there's there's, there's Nazis out there. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what to say. There's Nazis. There are Nazis on the right, and we know this. This is not this is not new. This is not new information. Now, did you watch any of Trump's speech? Because we watched half of it. You know, that's funny you say that because I think I got about through half of it as well. And I, it's just that I fell asleep and I didn't want. I was we were going to watch it later and we just. I was. I didn't watch it on the day. I just watched. I actually listened to it um, yesterday because I knew that we were going to talk about it, and I I tried I tried listening to it um, the day. Well, of. he was playing the greatest hits. Let's be that honest. Didn't work out. It was. We talked about last week how it was going to come out with anything new, or was it just going to be? There was going to be his classics. And he no, it, he was a cla- he, he was the Allman Brothers playing the hits, you know, and. He was playing the classics, 
and it was just you know there was nothing new. There was, was one new thing he called his, he called on Biden to open up schools, like, and that was it. It was his original. It was the the immigrants are coming again. Oh yeah, Joe, Joe Biden's going to let the immigrants in by the by the millions. You know, the, the other new thing he's he did he did mention some stats from a survey that was taken like oh you know 95 percent of people approve the the job that i did except that the stats he was pulling from were the survey that took place at the conference at <laughs> of the people that were attending cpac so yeah of course everyone's gonna say you they approve the job you did 95 percent of the people at cpac who came to see trump speak approved of trump that's <laughs> so so <laughs> Who's the, who are the 5%? That's what, who are the 5% yeah. are there that go, nah, he's terrible, but I, you know. That's I, like I, saying, I, I you still, know, I still go watch him. 90% of the people that attend Fenway Park are fans of the Red Sox. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? It's like, come on. That number might be, that number probably won't even reach 95%, but. Well, it depends on who they're playing. <laughs> to playing the Yankees. Well, then the Yankees There's fans infiltrate, you 10% yeah. of Yankees fans there. Like, oh, no, like, more. It's like 40%, trust me. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Because well, when it, whenever it's one or the other, like people, because tr- it's close enough, you can travel from one city yeah. to the other, and there's enough. the 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 territories are so close that there's spillover within the middle of the territory, so you get a lot of. I know if you go to like place. Baltimore and uh, when they're playing the Yankees, it's like it's mostly Yankee fans. Oh, same <laughs> with the Red Sox. Like people will travel. Again, it's Baltimore is close enough where it's like, hey, let's have a weekend. We'll drive down. We'll stay the night. We'll see the game tomorrow. We'll stay another night and drive home. Yeah, it's not I that. heard the Rays too because they're in Florida and that's where New Yorkers go to retire. So <laughs> I hear like uh, the Rays and the Rays don't get a good attendance anyway because nobody cares about baseball down there. It's, we don't there's, have, more, there's more yeah. things. There's more things to do. Also, it's just where the stadium is is a crappy location. Because my yeah. dad was telling me about this. It's because it's not on the mainland. It's on like uh, an island off the mainland, and there's only one access road to get there. So just the the uh, logistics of see, getting to a game are like they're inconvenient. <laughs> you know, there's not a good. You can't easily get there all the time. So, and, you know, unless the team's doing well, it's just like meh. I could just watch it on TV. Why am I, I gonna? I think even when the team's doing well, nobody shows up to those games. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. Also, the stadium is horrible. That's it's what just, I heard. It, it's just a, a is it's it's a horribly designed baseball stadium. Uh, it sounds horrible. It looks horrible. It plays horrible. They need a new field. They need a new everything. We are getting on baseball. Well, it is spring training time. Baseball spring has begun. Let's let's be honest. It's more interesting than CPAC, let's be honest. But <laughs> it's more but, uh, rewarding. Yeah, back to Trump's speech. Yeah, it, it, it was the hits. It was the the immigrants are coming. Joe Biden's the the Joe Biden's already the worst president in the history of the world, which which is amazing. Oh yeah. Um, and he's been there not even well, a little over a month now. Um, yeah, let's judge him after a month. He's he's yeah. already the worst president in the history of the United States. It's it's horrendous, apparently. Yeah, um, it's horrible. The one thing I do, the one thing I do like about Trump is that for to me he makes Joe Biden sound amazing. Like all the stuff that he says Joe Biden's going to do, I'm like yes, thank you, this is great. And then Joe Biden doesn't do any of the stuff that, he, that Trump says he's going to do anyway. Um, he makes out like the whole socialist Democrat socialist agenda. I'm still waiting for it. I mean, they can't even get $15 an hour minimum wage. So I don't know how they're going to turn um, ownership to, to the workers. <laughs> they can't, they can't even get the workers, uh, you know, a $15 minimum wage. So I don't, I don't know when we're going to start um, taking over ownership of companies, of corporations. These so, socialist corporations is one of my favorite, like oxymorons that conservatives love to say. Um, Cause <laughs> by definition, 
A corporation like, is not socialist. Privately owned corporations are are not socialist. It's not how socialism works. You can you can um, have more fair corporations. Yes, and you can have for? corporations that that do woke things. Well, like I know we're going to get into the the wokeness of the Dr. Seuss corporation. I don't know what they're called, but the people that the legacy of Dr. Seuss that oversee that. Um, that's that's a hot topic this week. Yeah. Well, you know, well, when I say woke, I, I hate the term woke, by the way. Me too. It's because it's, 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 like it's, it's another thing that's been co-opted by both sides yeah. and, you know, everyone uses it a different way. But I think of some, some companies both in the U S and like Denmark and places like that, where they've just changed the idea of work itself. Like, and you know, the idea of the 40 hour work week, vacation time, sick time, all this stuff, rethinking that. And I, Ironically, I've been talking about this just to my students this week of how like I don't believe in the 40-hour work week. I don't believe in having a designated this is how many vacation days you get in the year. I believe in like, hey, you need to take time off to go do whatever. You take the time off. You still get your salary. And then yeah. we judge you based on is the task that you're assigned to do, are they completed or not? You know, if, if you do your stuff, if you, you know, if you're a project manager or you're working on this thing or whatever it is, as long as that is done – within the time frame that has been assigned, how you, you know, if you decide to work 10 hours this week and 60 hours next week, because you have a family thing going on, I don't care as long as it's done. As long as you're accessible, you know, I think there's actually, yeah, a, there's a snowboard not, company. That's that not, like, that can't be, it can't be everything. You know, like yeah, my wife, my wife's work can't do that. You know, job. a physical therapist can't do that. Cause they, you know, they need to see patients. No, physical therapists can't do that. People who work in who, for food services and that's, you know, our economy is so service-based um, that, you know, that, that kind of system wouldn't really work out for the majority of the people. But I mean, we can do things like give people more vacation time, right. give people better wages. Like, and yeah, I mean, the, the, it was, I would just like to go back to the, the, the old, the old Jetsons joke where it was like, I think he worked like five hours a week because that's what people thought the future was going to be like, because they thought automation we was going to give people, was, right. was going to, and, and the way, you know, workers were treated a lot differently back in the sixties. Like, um, they, they, they did value their workers a little bit more. And um, well, we had stronger unions back in the 60s. We had stronger unions. A lot of that had to do with taxation because it was either you, the, the owners were either going to pay pay the government or pay their workers. So they'd rather pay the workers. Right. Because um, you had the high, highest tax bracket was getting paid uh, tax like 90% at the time. Yeah. Back in the 60s and 50s. Which we need to, which we need to go back to. And, and even if we raise that, that highest tax bracket up to like over a million dollars, that would still be a a big benefit right um but you know there's a lot of bootlickers out there that will, will tell me that no no one will do anything if if we if, if, the, if the tax bracket's that high and it's like that's ridiculous people there were there were still rich people back when the tax brackets were ridiculously high and there's still rich people in other countries where the tax brackets are ridiculously high for the top for the top earners. right it's and everyone else is better off for it heard. Yeah, well yeah it's, yeah it's of course everyone else is better it's the story that we've been you provide sold better since services Reagan. for your citizenry, right? We talked about this all the time, like education for your citizenry, healthcare for your citizenry. Like it just makes for a better society. But yeah, but the bootlickers well, out there won't won't allow it right now. I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't get it. It's and it's funny too because it's the, it's a lot of the people who who are living in near poverty who don't want the people actually living in abject poverty to succeed for some reason. And it's just why. It's 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 the way they pit uh, workers well, against each other. It's, it's like it's, that that it's meme. Almost impressive to me. You know the meme where you got in the middle, you have 
a guy in a suit with a big pile of cookies. On one side, you got yes. a white man with the one cookie. On the other side, you have a person of that non-white descent. And the guy with all the cookies points to the other guy and says, that immigrant wants to take your cookie. You know, that's that's what it is. It's like it's the people in power convincing the people with a little that someone else is going to take the thing instead of realizing it's the person so that the has guy, everything so that's the guy already, already taken it. Uh, has already taken but it from you. they've been convinced that that guy earned his cookies. Like, yeah, they've he been didn't. convinced oh, that, that, that that one man has, with all the cookies, has somehow earned all those cookies. And you, you too have one can cookie, do it. And the guy across has no cookies. And there's one, there's one cookie between the two the two people. And there's one guy with all the cookies. But somehow he deserves all those cookies, right? And if, and if you work hard enough, you too can have them. Yeah, that's the thing, and that—that's basically what, what I think everyone's been told, and that's the big—that's a big lie. Like the myth of the self-made man is like, oh, um, right? Nobody's nobody's self-made. Um, right. We all we all got there, here. You can on always you can always point to something. Else. You can always point to something where yeah, where someone has 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 benefited from from somebody else in order. Like, there's no there's no such thing as a self-made man. I'm putting it out there right now. If anyone wants to challenge me on that. That'd be great. Well, the people that are going to challenge you are the people that's going to challenge you is the poor white guy that says, "Well, I don't have my white privilege, so you know I'm still poor." It's because it, you know, because it didn't happen to them. It, they they don't see it, but it's like I always argue: if you had to take two people that are born, the you know they their parents make the same income, they're born in the same neighborhood, all this stuff, but you change one thing, color the skin, whatever it is, you're going to have drastically different outcomes. It depends on what. Yeah, that's that's. That's that's bears out statistically all the time, you know, um, you know but yeah, the problem is that everyone, it's opportunity. Everyone, lives, everyone lives their own life, right? Everyone lives their yeah. own and that and that creates their own little paradigm. And yeah, they, so they, sometimes it's very hard to recognize that, I guess, when you live in that paradigm. But well, you know, you just, this, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just saying, but statistically, like you're correct. Every, like most of the time it, it bears out the way that we're talking about it. So. So I was going to make a good segue here. Speaking of living your own life, you know, if you want to be free, go down to Texas or Mississippi now. Strip that mask off. Everything's fine. Go into a business. Go into a restaurant that's packed because the virus is over. Pandemic is one. That's what I heard about in Texas. You know, they can't figure out how to fight snow. But man, this pandemic is over. And that's what I'm worried about too. I think it's a it's a big distraction. I think it's a just okay. Well, you know, we had all these 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 issues happening with the government, so we're just going to say, oh, you know what, masks masks off. You don't have to wear masks. You don't have to enforce masking rules. You can open a restaurant. You can do whatever you want. Um, full capacity. It's everything's over. The scary thing is that even before this, um, the mandates were lifted, Texas and Mississippi were starting to have increasing number of cases again. So I've always said like. When cases are going down, it's you. You might be able to lift, start lifting restrictions. When cases are going up, it's not the correct time to start lifting restrictions. But they, right. I guess they just say, you know what? We're done with it. We're just going to go ahead, open everything up. It's your choice, and that's and that's the biggest problem that I've heard um, online. There's a lot of people who were supporting this move was saying, well, I'm glad that the states are just giving people the choice because if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But it's like two things if you if, if if the government tells people that it's okay to do it people are going to do it it's it's it, you see that across the board right you see yes. it with casinos you see it with restaurants people are going to say well if they're letting me do it that must mean it's it's safe it's fine or, but right it's fine it's okay 
like they're, they're allowing me to do this. So, I'm, I mean, you see in basically everything, not just the virus. I mean, everything, if you, if <laughs> you see this in like, you know, laws where it's like, well, if there's no law against it, it must be fine to do, or that's not always the case, right? There's could, could be other reasons why it's not a good, good idea to do. Um, but people, that's how people kind of live their life, right? If the, if it's not against the law, it, it must be fine. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's, that's, that, that's, that's the big thing. People are going to do it if you allow them to do it. And it's not always going to be the best thing to do. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens, right? I, right now my money would be on, we're going to see a drastic increase in cases in, in those states. Um, but also too, it's not just about, it's not just about you and your individual like life, right? It's like, I, if you choose to still wear a mask and I go into a grocery store, where nobody's wearing masks and it's at full capacity and the, it's, i still have a i still have a better chance of getting sick right because everyone else isn't following the and, regulations even though you are right and it's not it, that's the thing it's like this is this is a communal this is this is something that has to be fought communally this is something that has to be done as, as, as a society but it's not about individual responsibility and it's like well if you don't if you don't want to go to a restaurant don't go to a restaurant which is that's fine like you don't you like you said you haven't really gone out to eat much um since since the pandemic um, zero <laughs> and that's going to keep you safe right but there are things that people need to do right <laughs> like, yeah like grocery shopping and stuff like that and it's not always it's not always feasible like we, we've been getting our groceries delivered which is great it's 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 number one it's a big it saves a lot of time um it's really not that much more expensive but there's people out there that, that really that, that don't have that and can't and aren't able to do that. Yeah, we've been um, doing the pickup. Yeah, like and now you can you can instead of delivery, you pickups can pickups are nice too. You drive there, you call the number and they bring it to your car and they put it right in your trunk for you. Yeah. Like there's it's contactless, nice which is nice. And it's and and for anyone that's like, Oh, you're just it's you know, more automation, whatever, it's like, no, now I'm actually you know, this is almost like the rebuttal to like everyone always says, like, oh, they're putting in more self checkouts, oh, you're working for the grocery store or whatever. I'm like, actually now that I'm doing this, we're almost going back to the old days of grocery stores where I'm giving them the list of what I want. They're getting it for me and they're bringing it to my car. This is the original right. grocery store. And I'm paying someone like it's, it's a nominal, it's like four bucks for them to do it, but it's employing somebody. I, I think I've employed more people now because they're, they have a job. Somebody, to do has, to get, the store. somebody has to get those groceries together. So right. someone has to do that shopping for you. And then bring it out to the yeah, car. Yeah, I mean that's that's that. that's funny you brought that up because that was one way that grocery stores actually started putting the onus on you is making you go and shop for your own things. And people don't, yeah, people don't realize that. People don't realize that because it's been going on for so long, and everyone's kind of grown up with this. Is that that's the idea of a grocery store? Is you go no. in and you pick out what you want. But it used to be you give the clerk a list and they would get it for you. That's that's the original grocery store. <laughs> also, pick- too, there there wasn't there wasn't fifty thousand brands of cereal to choose from. That's yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, Pig- Piggly Wiggly is the first grocery store that create the modern sense of the grocery store where you walk up and down the aisle yourself picking out your own products so there's a history lesson for you sorry if if you listen what, what uh 99 invisible i think was a podcast i listened to that did a whole story about it, it was fascinating um that's pretty cool because i learned about it like you know you you we think this is how it's always been but like it hasn't always been this way it's been a different way for a long time and right, then one total side tangent. My other argument too is like people are like, oh, I'll never use the self checkout because you know it's taking my jobs away. I'm like, do you still call the operator when you want to call somebody? You know that took a job away. 
but I don't see you complaining about the fact that there's no operators anymore that you have to call to connect you to somebody else. We we. Well, but the back to our auto, automation argument, right? Uh, automation is yeah. always going to happen. Pro technological progress is always going to happen. We can do two things. We can sit here, bitch and complain and fight against it, or we can recognize that this is going to happen and figure out how we move forward from here as a society, whether it's UBI, whether it's other positions that, you know, sure, McDonald's has automated, you know, I, I go in and put my thing in, but now there's like a team behind that counter that's putting everything together. It's actually the same amount of workers in a lot of places because now they're just assembling meals faster. They can do more. Yeah, that's what people don't hour. realize either. Like, uh, you know, I, I worked in fast food when I was younger. And, yeah, there's there, you don't need less people to do that. You actually almost need more people because then you can get the orders out faster. And that's what they're all about, right? They're all about efficiency. And, and not so only that, that space. you get less errors too. Because <laughs> when, yeah. when you have the person putting in the touchscreen what they want, and especially – you know, I worked very short time in fast food. Like if someone comes in speaking a language that you don't understand, one, it slows down the, the interaction and the, you have a larger chance of, you know, messing up their order. And it's, and it's, you know, frustrating for both parties. And if you can take away that barrier by making it easier for them to place their order, which I think for, for me personally, I'm like, that just makes it equal for everybody. Like if anyone can walk in, I can choose my language I want on the screen and now it's easy and, and because it's graphical too. Like I don't even have to be able to read. I can just look at the pictures and say, I want this, this, and this, and then pay for it. And it, it makes it easier for everyone to engage and have access to the resource, which I'm all for. That's a good point you made about automation. Cause that's the, you know, that was why uh, Andrew Yang was so popular in the, in the primaries. Cause he was actually speaking to this, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the issue I have with UBI is it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bandaid for, for a, for a surgical wound. Um, but it's still better than nothing. Uh, <laughs> right. It's, better it's than doing something instead of just complaining about the problem. Right. It, it might, it might let the patient live in an extra couple seconds, but it's not, it, we need more than just a UBI. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Where, where's the auto, when we have automation, where's, where's that productivity going to go right is it is the is the labor based on that productivity going to go back to the workers or is it going to go back to the owners and i think a lot of arguments on the left which obviously would be like this that productivity needs to go back to the workers i mean that's that's bernie sanders been bernie sanders platform for a long time now is that right productivity has been going up and up and up and up and wages have been stagnant and that's yeah. not the way we should be running a society agreed well I, I agree with everything you've said. The world is solved. Let's move yes. on. <laughs> I agree with everything I say too. We we we've I don't <laughs> see I don't agree with everything I say though. Cuz I, I will correct that's, myself. That's on, that's on you. Keep, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to tell you about that. Well, this is more I, of I always, I always agree with everything I say. Or I, should, um, I should say I don't agree with everything I've said in the past. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Oh, which God, is called yeah. growing no, as a person. I, I, yeah, I agree with that as well. Yeah, there's It's I always that's a, yeah. that's another political thing well, I always yeah, find. I, I don't agree with everything I've said in the past obviously but when, when when you have and i i think i think we just made another segue though well, well you yeah i was gonna i was gonna make a quick side jump i was just thinking about i always find it funny first. like with when republicans will go and attack so happened to joe biden during the uh president during the campaign you know bringing up things he said 30 40 years ago and like well look look what he said 40 years ago look what he said 30 years ago 
even though he's come out and said that those things, you know, he's changed his whatever, you know, that was wrong. He's changed his opinion about X, Y, Z. Uh, if you're a Republican, it's like you can never change your mind. Like once you're 20, like this is your mindset and this is what you believe in for the rest of your life. And you're not allowed to evolve as a person. Of course, they don't believe in evolution. So that makes sense. Uh, right. And any new information is wrong. Right? right. Any new information that we get is just blatantly just incorrect and wrong and why, like and unnecessary. Which I mean, we look at even just the past year with like the pandemic and Fauci. Right. Oh, well, he Fauci said Fauci used to say we didn't need masks. Now he's saying two masks. It's like because they don't understand like information evolves. Science evolves our thinking about things evolve. And as it evolves, we need to change what we think about the thing to be stagnant in it is, is not helpful and it doesn't do any good. Uh, so speaking of evolving, (laughs) see, there's a, yeah, yeah. we'll go right into that. You know, so I'm sure you've heard this week in the, in the past couple days, especially because his birthday was two days ago that, uh, we can't read Dr. Seuss anymore. All the books have taken off the shelf. Canceling Dr. Seuss. We've we've burnt. We're burning all the books. We're having a big book burning. We're if, digitally burning. Di- digitally burning his books. If you Dr. have, Seuss's. if you have Dr. Seuss books in your house, please uh, burn them immediately. Uh, they're yes. out- outlawed currently. You cannot have them anymore. That's what the I heard. Socialist. That's that's what I saw. Joe Biden's Socialist America is burning, burning uh, Dr. Seuss books. Um. Yeah, because no, that's not what's happening. This is this is this 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 is. I'm going to tell everyone out there listening. This is this is sad. But Dr. Seuss, at one point, was a huge racist. Sorry. I I apologize. The times he grew up in. I mean, let's be honest. Most people were racist back then. (laughs) Yeah, most people. A lot of people are racist now, but (laughs) um, they hide it a lot more and except for the past four years. Well, well, also people, um, but no, no, no. Oh, but okay. let me get to, um, yeah, I mean, it was a product of the times. And I think, um, Dr. Seuss did make up for a lot of things that he's done in the past as his, as he grew older and as he matured and not as matured, but as, 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 as new information came to light, like we we're just talking about and like new ideas came out and he, he, you know, he did do, do a lot later in his career where he kind of, tried to make up for his his past transgressions um mm-hmm. but dr seuss was a huge racist back in the day and it's just something that 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 was the thing i mean you look at old looney tunes there's racist stuff in looney tunes disney plenty of stuff yeah know. that's the thing don't i mean and like I, think about like i don't remember people reacting like this when when all the racist bug bugs bunny cartoons started disappeared to get taken off the air yeah, because they did it will. And I don't know if that's just because there was so there was so much there that no one even really noticed. Um, well, that's the thing. It's like, and they did it yeah, without making a big announcement. They just happened. You know, it wasn't right. like a big. That's thing. That's another thing too. Nowadays, people have to make the big announcements about it and kind of like pat themselves on the back. And that maybe that not do it on Doctor Seuss's birthday. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was that did kind of give the air of like virtual signaling. Like, okay, we're 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 right. good people. See, we're getting rid of this racist stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, just just do it. You don't have to make a big deal. I think I say this a lot. You don't have to make a big deal about it. Just just do it. Just do it. Just, like, say, just change well, it. Nope. Although, you know, what probably happened is they probably just put out like standard practice. Any PR firm for yeah. any company puts out a press release. And that's probably what it was. They probably just released, you know, they put out the press release because that's what you do. Yeah. But doing it on Dr. Seuss's birthday, probably not the best 
timing as far as I'm concerned to do it. It just puts a target on your back for people. Because okay, everyone's already looking for Dr. Like, Seuss things that day. To, you're just doing this to placate the left. And, and it's like, no, they, I mean, these, these images were obviously racist. If you look, if you go back and look at these things, they're, they're obviously racist. It's, it's not even a question. Like, and it's, it's not six, like, oh, this it's is six kind of books. It's six books out of and a huge right. collection of books. It's not like catalog. we're taking away the entire catalog. You can still read Green Eggs and Ham. It's not that that's not leaving anytime soon. It's the just the the company that owns the rights of the estate said we're taking we're going to stop producing. It's not even taken off the shelves. Like if it's still on the shelf in a bookstore or a library, it's still there. They're just taking. They're yeah, no longer going to produce more of those copies in the future. It's not. They're not That's erasing it. it from history. They're not banning they're not it from a books. library. They're not having they're a not, bonfire. They're not buying it back from you. They're just not. They're just choosing to proactively not make any more in the future. Six books out of an entire collection, and honestly, they're not even the best books of yeah, the collection. Honestly, I don't even. I don't think I've read. It. I've never read, read any of those books. The title was the was was the Mulberry Street one. I just remember. I just, and I, I read. I, I recognize. I actually, I'd, remember the book. No, I, exactly. They're not. They're not some of the more premier books. They're not his better works, and they you don't. Or maybe it's just that over the time, because we they have those racist things, and we've, as a society, started filtering them out already, and we don't subconsciously like we just stop reading them as much. Like if you're not if you don't know about it, I don't know about them. It's it's not yeah. that big a deal, guys. It's really not um, that big a deal. And uh, an article I read in the Washington Post this morning was pointing out like and also also he's not the only children's book author out there and also not the best children's book author out there you know making up words to make a rhyme is not always that challenging like yeah he it helps he's one of the most famous i you know it's hard to argue that he's not probably one of the most famous out there but like, like there's a lot there's a you know he in the article brought up light like what what about the newer more modern people like um and he mentioned one of my new favorite ones the guy uh his name is mo williams makes the the piggy and elephant books which are hysterical my kid loves reading those because you know they play with font size so when the character's yelling the font's huge and when they're quiet the font's tiny you know so it's it's a lot more interactive the kids read it and they get into it um so it's not again it's six books from one author who has a lot of books and if you have kids there's a lot of other books out there you shouldn't just be reading one author anyways uh, also, I read this morning. I don't know if it was the same article or not. We're talking about um, what's his? Oh, I can't think of his name now. Who wrote Charlie and Chocolate Factory? Doll, doll, doll. Salvador, doll. Yeah. So originally, the Oompa Loompas were African pygmies. In the original version, he changed it in the '70s to what we now recognize as the Oompa Loompas. Because again, it was it was an evolution thing. Like originally, it was they were African pygmies, and it was, you know, not the best thing to do. When he got when like he was older, he's like, you know, I'm going to change this, and he changed it to what we now see as the Oompa Loompas, which are from the land of Oompa Loompa, and they're fictional uh, race of people. And right, because slave labor is wrong. <laughs> chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Even an official chocolate factory like Even is, is, is not great. Um, but it's evolution. It's Again, it's evolution of thought and ideas by right, an author. It's moving forward. It's recognizing that these things were awful stereotypes and, 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 and hurtful stereotypes. And, and that's the thing, too. It's not always about you. 
on, and when I say about you, I'm talking, I'm talking specifically to Ben Shapiro again. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about you, Ben Shapiro, right? It's about, it's about other people. It's about, it's about making, making these things accessible to other people and, and, and not like, so, so somebody doesn't have to look at a book and say, man, this is, this is, this is wrong. Like this. So just, they're just not making them anymore. And that's the thing. Stop, stop freaking out about the littlest things. We had the same issue with, with potato head, which was a big misunderstanding apparently. Um, it's just that they're not, I mean, they're not, potato heads not going anywhere. They're just not marketing the same, it, it, it the same way. It's, it's fine. Like I said last week, you can call Mr. and Mrs. Potato. You can still do that in your own home if you want to. It's just not on the box. It's fine. It's okay. You can make the potato any gender you want. All right. And, and the reality is it's a toy. It's not even a potato. That, it's, a pla- it's a piece of plastic. It was based off the idea of buying pieces of plastic to stick into a real potato. Let's, let's, get, let's think about the origins of what a potato head is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous toy. It's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. So I, I play with it. So, it's fun. But – it's a ridiculous story. Yeah, it's a good. I saw a good. I saw a good meme. It was. It was basically the naked plastic potato with nothing on it, and it was like the Democrats want you to believe that this doesn't have a gender. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like what? What yeah, gender does a potato have? Come on, it's a, it's a piece of plastic, guys. Like, yeah. relax. It's okay. It's you'll we'll we'll get we'll get through this. We'll get through this. And personally, I, I'm um, I'm all for not genderizing kids' toys, anyways, because. You know who? Why do we have to have boys, to, boys toys and girls toys? They're just toys. Let them play with that whatever they want to play with. Yeah, if well, they're attracted you, to you this know, or that, this, it's fine. You say that, and like you know, like I said, I worked, I worked in in fast food, and this was you know, oh yeah, like, McDonald's. This, you said this was this. yeah, this was the late '90s and or mid '90s to, to early 2000s. I worked there, and that's so that's like 20, 25 years ago. And guess what? I remember specifically, like memos coming out and being like we don't call them boy toys or girls toys because that's what we used to do in the drive-thru right and it's like you want a boy toy or girl toy because it was easy right it was it was really I, I didn't have to say the name of the toy i didn't you know it was just super easy boy and we got memos like we, we need to stop doing that we need to start um calling the toy by their name number one it's good for the for the toy manufacturer to have their you know the name brand out there and being said but number two yeah maybe maybe a girl wants to that wants a Hot Wheel, not a Barbie, right? Or maybe a boy right. wants a Barbie instead of a Hot Wheel. It's that's that's okay. So it's, it's fine, right? Don't don't mischaracterize people by 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 their gender. Like it's just that didn't come out right either. But you know what I mean. Like, anyone, <laughs> I know. anyone can anyone can do. Anyone yeah, I know what you mean. And do whatever they want. It's it's not a big deal. It's to, just get over it. And that's two of my realize. for it, Christmas, my son got two of his favorite gifts. He got for Christmas, three year old boy. He got a doll. And he got a Elsa and Anna blanket from Frozen. See, I don't have any kids. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't oh. watch Frozen. But still, yeah, you know, it's I know like it is. you know. But you know, I don't care. He, kid wants a doll. He gets a doll. I don't really care. He he loves that thing. Right. Well, I remember being a, I remember being a kid and like you know my my sister teasing me about like action figures and be like oh they're dolls and getting like uh, mad. But guess what? Like at the, now. People shouldn't even get banned by that. You want to, you want to call my action figure doll, whatever. Like, like obviously I'm more mature now and I can understand that. But if, you know, if, if we had those kind of um, ideas back then, like it, it wouldn't be an issue. Be like, yeah, it's a doll, whatever, fine. No one like it was just one of those things where 
it, it really doesn't matter because it's all it's all it's all words it's all nomenclature it doesn't it, it doesn't really affect how you interact with these these objects anyway so no but i definitely matter. remember as a kid you know you go to toys r us and it's like clearly this is the girl aisle over here for three aisles and then these are the boy aisles and that's it, it was it was like because this is all pink and then this is all blue which i i found out recently i think like 100 years or so about that ago pink used to be the boy color that's at one point in our history not that far back like within 100 years pink was the boy color at one point so you want to talk about stereotypes and like what was I well, watching? Years ago, we didn't even, we didn't even gender kids. Um, well, they had they all wore dresses <laughs> as right. kids, yeah. And they then basically, yeah, we didn't gender kids until they reached puberty and started showing characteristics. Like it was, it, it wasn't even questioned. But and then you go to restaurants. Look who's along the line. Someone said like we have to do, like we have to like raise strong men and like things like that. And I don't, I don't know what I, what I, maybe uh, maybe the two world wars had something to do with that. Maybe. But, oh yeah, that, that you got to toughen up and deal with that shell shock. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, you know. Yeah, all I, that, all that undiagnosed PTSD that we had from World oh War God, II. That that just, was awful. Like war. Guess what? War's bad. Um, yeah, and then created it, lifelong it's funny alcoholism. Because real quick, back going back on the coronavirus thing, like we talk about all these all these kids and like the mental health of these kids and how this is affecting, and I think it is going to have a strong effect on them, but mm-hmm. probably not as strong as effect as as it did back um, eighty years. ago ago when we just basically said okay you can't have your senior year of high school because you have to go to europe and like shoot people right <laughs> like, like talk about that like that like we're worried about kids mental health now and like, i don't want to like um minimize it because it is it is something that's that's serious mm-hmm. but at the same time like like we didn't care 80 years ago when we were just shipping kids oh you're gonna miss your senior year of high school because you gotta go you gotta go murder people like that's basically what we what we did um it's just times are changing Do- Speaking of that, there was an HBO miniseries a couple years back called The Pacific, I want to say it is, where where it was like – it was a really good miniseries because they showed – it. it's one of those things where you know I grew up watching all these war movies, but it's only recently that we have war movies from World War II that really start to show you the gravity of what the soldiers were dealing with. And the mental stress and like the actual blood, you know, like, you know, this miniseries by HBO, they, they, the scenes that I watched, like I wouldn't, you gotta be in the right frame of mind to even watch it sometimes because just bias piled on top of bodies. And then they, another string of people come out and the machine guns just are going off and and then bodies are dropping everywhere. And it's like, this is, and then you think back like, this is what we sent our kids to do. These are, and like you said, these are 17, 18, 19 year olds Literal doing children. this. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm looking at the, my college. These are my college students. That's who would have been doing this right now. I'm like, they, yep. they, how does that mess up people so much? Now I understand, like, and, you know, and, you know, nowadays I'm like, this is why my grandfather was an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, he was a this pilot is, you know, is, gunner I think this is why over that, that the generation Pacific. did have a lot of issues, right? Oh, yeah. Right. I think that generation... Um, because they're also told to toughen up and just deal with it like you didn't they didn't talk about it right because there was no other there was no other thing there was no other way to that's that's what people knew right we didn't care about things like mental health or like um you know worrying about people's like 
mental health, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to think of different words. Um, yeah, but health. yeah, we, like no, nobody, nobody, nobody cared really. Let's be honest. Like nobody just, nobody, nobody thought about these things. It was basically like, yeah, just get over it and just do it and you'll be fine. Um, but a lot of people obviously weren't. And, you know, we, we see it to this day. We see things, we see issues with, with you know, with post-war traumatic stress. Um, you know, it happened after Vietnam. It's happening. It happened after people in, in, in the Gulf War. It happened. It's going to happen to people in the wars. That, I mean, we've been in war now for 20 years. Well, I mean, the Vietnam War, too, you know, the difference between, I think, the with the stress after Vietnam versus World War Two, like people coming home from World War Two, they were seen as heroes, like triumphant, beat the Nazis, all this stuff. People coming back from Vietnam uh, were, were hated by citizens because the, the war was so controversial that you had, okay, I'm coming back home. I, I'm stressed out. I, I'm dealing with all these things and I'm getting, you know, no support from people here. Any, cause they're, they're calling me baby killers. Even if I like I got drafted and I had no choice of what I did. And I, you know, maybe I didn't do anything bad, but I'm still being lumped in with all these other people. And, and it was just like an escalated situation. Now we've not only have we caused them to have mental stress, but then we're, even yelling at them when they get home and now they it's even worse it's just spiraling out of control yeah um yeah i i always kind of question how 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 much that actually happened um there's a lot of stories about like you used to hear stories about you know, like soldiers getting spit on and stuff like that but and I think that was all kind of mythologized um, excuse me forrest gump is sure a documentary stuff like that actually happened yeah <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I will, I will say that we, for the, for the best, have don't glorify war as much as we used to. Um, uh, you know, especially in our media and things like that. And we are starting to show like the the repercussions, like and the struggles of people that who have to fight in wars and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's 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 not great. It's not um, it's not something I would ever want to do. That's war sure. is not good. Um, yeah, war is, war is bad, people. Like that's that's basically. And I know people think it's necessary, but it, it's most for the most part, it's really it's really not. Uh, it's basically put in place to to keep power structures in in line, in line. And um, as someone who kind of fights against power structures, is I you know recognize that war is wars especially for the people that have to fight in the war it's usually not not in their best interest to be fighting in that war um which is another whole nother ball of wax but oh war what is it good for it's good for absolutely nothing say it again see the music doesn't lie music never lies that's probably not true either i'm sure but you know speaking of the kids though like the the good part about the the time we're living in now is now i don't know if it's true across the country but i can say from at least my local community you know even before this socio uh no sorry social emotional learning is part of the curriculum now and so that's one of their priorities with especially with the younger students and throughout this whole um time you know they've been expressing that the the most important part of the students right now is their social emotional aspect and then everything else comes after that. So they want to make sure the kids are doing well mentally, emotionally, yeah, you know, more than yeah, math. I mean, that makes so much sense. Cause if you don't have that base, 
like what does it matter if you're trying to learn facts right yeah. if you don't if you don't have if you don't have a good good men mental state and a good a, a good and a, and a good outlook like what, is, what does it matter if you if you know history or like if you if you if you know your times tables if you, you know it's, it's useless because you're you're not going to be a good human being to be honest with you right, right. And let's be honest, the, the, what we teach students now in school is far past what we did in school 20, 30 years ago. Um, you know, what yeah, my son is, is learning I in first mean, grade is always evolving, right? We're always, so, we're always trying to advance education. And, so when we say kids are falling behind, what, what, what my, my thing is like, depending on where you are, and again, this isn't true across the board because there are some students that are falling further behind based on, and it has to do do more with socioeconomic circumstances just because they don't have as good access to things, uh, internet, uh, digital divide, things like that. That's a whole nother topic. Um, but you know, all things, if you, if we could create all things equal and students that are actually in school, when people say, Oh, they're falling behind, it's an imaginary line that they're falling behind. We've created this line that they should be here by a certain time. Those are expectations we've created over decades it can be fluid. We can catch them up. It doesn't matter as long as they're mentally healthy and they're still learning something and they're evolving. That's the most important thing to me. I mean, my right, son well, is reading cra like crazy now, you know, so he's gone from not being able to read at the beginning of the year to like, he can play breath of the wild on his own because he can read the text on the screen now. So he's doing great. Yeah. And that goes back to, I think we talked about this even last week was like standardized testing and how um, schools, with low test scores, we'll get somehow get less funding. And oh yeah, we it, did. That doesn't make any sense. Um, it doesn't. Right. Those, those, those students need more resources, not less resources. Yeah. And they, they need, and those students need internet access at home so they can compete with other students. I hate saying yeah, they which, compete with students. Which, that was, which that was I, horrible I, I think that's going to be a big push in the next, um, in, in the Biden administration is trying to get broadband internet access to, um, everybody. Yeah. To everybody. Um, no matter where you live in this country. Like, like people talk about, you hear people talk about like the telephones and how like that was a, you know, electricity even like, and how getting electricity into rural, rural areas was, it was a big, was a, was a big thing in like the, I believe the twenties or thirties. Right. Um, because not all, not every area had access to electricity, which is, which is astonishing to think about, you know, at this point, but not that long ago this this was the reality for people and it's kind of the same reality for for broadband internet access like you know we live in in you know relatively big cities um compared to like you know small rural towns so like we've never really had to go without things like internet access but even in big cities there's still a divide like you know well, there's just always going to be a, there i mean i don't, I don't yeah, want to say always but hopefully not always even but in the cities there's not access to every, in every location that, and I think that's a misnomer that a lot of people have. Like they always think of like, oh, people that don't have internet access in that rural area because they just haven't run the line, which is true. That but, has more to do. That has more to do with poverty though than than it does like infrastructure. But know? also has to do with like, hey, that rural area over there, they're twenty miles away from the last node. It's going to cost the company X millions of dollars to run a cable out there for the five people that live in the area. So physically, financially, it's not worth it for AT and T to run the line. So they don't run the line because the people out there aren't going to pay the millions of dollars for them to run a line. And then now they, in order for them to get internet currently, they have to use like satellite internet, which is hugely expensive. Um, so unless you have well, a government also, mandate that you have to do it, for, they won't do it. For socializing these things, right? Oh well, yeah. For socializing oh, all, 
like utilities. Um, which... Well, that's a huge problem because there's a lot of there's a lot of local governments that have put it laws into effect based off of lobbyists. Lobbyists have caused this, and the people have gone around to different lo local municipalities, and there's laws on the books that prevent the local government from having its own internet provider. They basically put laws on books that make it so a, a corporation, an AT&T, a Verizon, what have you, have to be the provider in the town, and you cannot, as a municipality, create your own internet source. Hopefully hopefully that will change in the oh, near future. Oh, I hope so. I hope um, so. Because if it's that, that, that's utilities, that's a big, that's a big deal. Do. But that and yeah, I, I've heard stories about like the, when when phone lines were getting um, put out there, and what what the companies did was they said, okay, yeah, they took money from the government to put these phone lines up because yeah, they're not going to do it themselves because it's not profitable. So they took money from the government to do it, and then basically just ran away with the money, because that's what that's what private corporations are going to they're going to find a way to to take as much money as they can and and not spend as much money as they can, right? Because right. that's what's in the best interest of their shareholders. So. And don't forget, there's like, a fallacy about choice when it comes to internet too. Like you, you where you live, where I, where I live, you really have no choice about who you have as your provider. It's like the one, it's like the one of those legal monopolies. There's very few legal monopolies in the country. Major League Baseball being one of them. Uh, it's actually a legal monopoly there, but like, there's essentially a monopoly about the internet that you can have access to in your house. And you think you have a choice because you can have, oh, I could have Optimum or I could have Frontier, but they're two different technologies because one is cable, one is fiber. But that's it. I couldn't ha I can't have um, Comcast because they haven't run a cable there because it's not right. financially feasible for them to run cable where someone else has already run cable. And so they won't. Right. I know in other, in other countries the way around that is is that you, you – other companies can come in and use the other company's cable. They have to pay like a, a nominal fee for that. Right. And that's another way that's just, but that's a good way to, to create competition. And, you know, because at least in the system that we have now, um, competition can keep, do things that keep prices down. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought, but, but there is no competition right now with it. But that, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, where I live, it's basically, we have spectrum, which used to be time Warner cable. Um, or if I wanted internet, it would have to be like, you know, satellite or something. Um, cause there's no other options for cable in this area. We had, it's either you want, if you want cable, you need to get, um, spectrum. Um, I, the Fios won't even run here. So you, um, you have, no I know AT&T, AT&T now has, has a thing, but that's based on off, off the internet. Um, so you still have to, you still have to pay spectrum for your internet if you want different kinds of cable, like, um, you know, different kinds of television or media. Well, it's like, you know, we use YouTube TV for our TV entertainment, but we still have to pay optimum for the line to come to the house. Right. So like I said, there's the fallacy of choice because there really is no choice when it comes to your internet source. And then because there is no competition, like you said, the, the price, there is no, you know, it doesn't lower the prices when there's no competition. And so then, going back to the people of low socioeconomic situations, if you're choosing between paying for internet or paying for groceries, you know, cause internet's going to be a hundred dollars a month and you don't have that money to spend on internet. You're not going to spend it. If there's no lower price option. I mean, it's, it's perfect. It's a perfectly feasible thing to, to be able to have internet access in every home um, for free. Like that's something that's feasible. It's not, it's not outside the realm of impossibility. We used to have it with dial-up, actually. There was like things like Net Zero, which was a free internet provider through your phone. 
right back in the day um you know you'd have an ad banner at the top but at least you didn't have to pay for it if you didn't have the money for it but i mean that's just something that, that would need to be done by the government and people don't like things run by the government in this country um because you know we've been brain, brainwashed by people like ronald reagan to say like the gov- everything the government does is bad which is not just me exactly banging my head on the microphone yeah i mean there's obviously corruption sometimes in in government but guess what there's a lot more corruption in the private sector hate to break, right hate to and, and they're people. doing it in conjunction with the government <laughs> like well, <laughs> let's think about it. the corruption that is in the private sector is allowed by the government through lobbyists through legislation you know, like i said the reason why you don't have choice about who your internet provider is is because of laws that was created by right. the government so it's not like the government's not involved anyways um i don't know maybe elon musk will succeed with his internet of web around the globe and we'll just have free wi-fi from the clouds so we'll all bow down to elon musk <laughs> and, his, and his lithium mines I, it's I, I always have a love-hate relationship about Elon Musk. I have a hate-hate relationship with Elon Musk, but I do at least recognize that he's trying to use his, his power and position to help people. But at the same time, I'm always concerned that it's going to be to his benefit. Well, um, so, so the reason why the I say love-hate, like I don't think about him trying to help people necessarily because – not worried about that. I don't think he is. I think he does want to make the world a better place. Like I don't. All right. I, I, I don't look at Elon Musk and say like he he's nefarious in, in in his. But I also think he's the kind of guy who's like, yeah, I want to make the world a better place. But what am I going to get out of it? And then I'm going to make a flamethrower. <laughs> but you know, I, I always look at the fact that like, hey, he made Tesla and he made electric cars sexy. So that has jump started other manufacturers to also make good looking electric car like because before that if you think electric car people thought of like some dumpy car like you know what that tree huggers wanted and whatnot and he said miles per hour top yeah. speed yeah but he's like you know i'm gonna start with a roadster and make something that's badass and then trickle down to lower more uh, affordable things as i go but you know whether you like or don't like tesla was almost inconsequential because you have to recognize the influence it's had on the rest of the car industry as far as you know GM and Volvo and Ford now making all these commitments to electrifying their fleet um, and and creating really nice cars with it. Like not just like, you know, not everything's going to be the Chevy Volt or Bolt, whichever one it is, um, and it, which is a tiny little car. It's actually a nice car to drive, but it's tiny. Um, you know, things are – it's going to look good in the future, and, and we have to give them some credit for that. Like you said, other things it's like – yeah, I mean, no. we, we, I mean, we still live in a capitalist system. Like, it's not yeah, that's it's still <laughs> it's not going to change anytime soon. So, yeah, like it's like it's like the whole Bill Gates thing. Like, I mean, like, he made yeah, his money Bill off Gates, of PayPal. So, Bill Gates likes to does want to make the world a better place, right? He, but he still wants to do he wants to do that, but still like take his take his bigger section of the pie for like oh god, I hate when he gets like interviews and they talk about like taxes and he's like I pay I I've paid billions and billions in taxes and it's like yeah. And you're still not short on money, dude. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you, but you could pay a lot more and you'd still be, you'd still be doing pretty well. You know, you'd, you'd still be one of the richest people in the world. And let's not forget his beginnings weren't exactly altruistic. You know, he did steal some things. Oh, he did. Oh yeah. I mean, that's another, that's another thing we can get into too. We can I mean, get into, but that's, but that's, that's how. That's still the that's pirates of Silicon Valley, baby. 
you just you, you take other people's ideas and you, you, him and Steve Jobs did not yourself. like each other for a long time. Yeah, and for good reasons, but you know. Um, but again, competition led to a computer revolution. But that goes back to being the, the self-made man. Like you know, you think, I'm sure Bill Gates thinks of himself as like a man, self-made man. And but in reality, there's a lot of things that you know, he he took and stole and used for his benefit. And like I go well, back to like Th- Thomas Edison. Like you, people people like worship Thomas Edison. Oh for, my God! For like the light bulb. How many assistants like, did he have? There, yeah. There's tons of things that. It's called Edison Labs. Edison right. Labs that employed people that created things. Yes, he was. I think with Elon Musk. Though, Elon Musk correct. is, I guess, is the modern day Thomas Edison when we look at it like that. Right. Like, but he's not inventing every single technology that they're using on the car. He's just the person at the head of the line promoting it. Yeah, he is smart. He did do a lot of the engineering, but he's not the rocket scientist that's making SpaceX. That's getting things into <laughs> the, you know, that's bringing things to the space station. But he, you know. It's it's always like when the you're the mad scientist, you know a lot of the things, but then you also, and this is true of everything, like you can have the vision, you can be really smart about it, but you still need to surround yourself with other people that are good at their job too. Because if you're Steven Spielberg, you're a great filmmaker, but if you don't have a great cinematographer next to you and a great lighting director and a great script, you can't make a good movie. You have to surround yourself with a good team of talented people. Even if you're the head of the team and you still have to have a lot of talent yourself, you still have to have other talented people with you to make that dream come true. That's the thing. Elon Musk didn't invent rockets, right? <laughs> rockets existed before Elon Musk came around. Electric cars existed before Elon Musk came around. But he rockets that land themselves, that, that, though. That made them better. And that's the same thing with Thomas Edison and light bulb, right? There, there, there have been light bulbs 70 years before Thomas Edison existed. It's just the fact that he was able to improve on the, on the, on the system and make it make it kind of more accessible to everybody which is good i'm not saying that's a bad thing but don't come come around saying like he did it by himself it's ridiculous i agree well we can't do this podcast by ourselves either because talking to yourself is not interesting no people do it that's so weird that's and yeah, like the, like I listen, especially like radio shows. Like we're getting way off topic, then we're gonna no. end the show. But like, yeah, I listen to radio shows. And I'm so like, I was trying to make a nice ending. Like, I always think like, how do I talk to myself? And like, how do these people just sit there? And yeah, I guess you could do like call-ins and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like wow, it's like I, it's it's almost impressive like the way people do like radio the, shows and the podcasts. AM talk by radio themselves. show. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's why Twitch like Twitch stream. And like it's YouTube streaming is kind of interesting to me, like because it's usually just one person and a, and a chat room. And number one, I don't understand how people ever get like find these people to get into the chat room. I guess you know there's, there's different ways, but like I I was I was I keep thinking about starting like a Twitch stream, but every time I go on Twitch to to play a game or something, I'm like nobody's gonna come and watch me because who the hell wants to come watch me play a game? Like, well, whatever. Um, I don't know. People do apparently. It happens. It's a thing. No, I mean, I and I love I you know I don't I don't watch Twitch streams. I don't go and like search out Twitch streams. I do have a, a Twitch, but. It's, it is interesting to watch like some of the videos like i've been into some of like speedrun videos like especially for like, the classic games um oh, because I'm, I'm like i'm like amazed and I, I get i get how to do it right i get the idea that like they sit there and like, they practice specific spots and then they try to put it all together um in one run and they do it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and probably oh, yeah. like, thousands of times um to get like every like frame perfect button like and their strategies too, right? Like, but like, it's funny because like, especially like the old NES games that like I remember playing and like struggling with, and like, and then I'll just watch somebody just go through and like speed run it, like, and like, like, what's the record for Mario? Like, 
Oh, like it's, three, like three minutes something or something. Yeah. Well, it's because it's because any old game is a pattern. Right. And yeah, you, me- you know exactly. If you can memorize the pattern, you can do it. And plus, right. with all the warps, you know, you never beat any level anyways until the but end. But even too, I've been watching this uh, this one streamer who does like Grand Theft Auto Five speedruns, and that, a lot of that's random. So yeah. that makes it a little bit more interesting, right? Because he has to get he has to get good random results to have a good speed run. But he, I think right. he's stream. I think he's played like eight thousand hours of Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh my god! And that's just like recorded, like like that's a like, but that's his job. Well, that's a ten thousand That's, a, that's amazing right to me. Basically, he's making a living, probably probably making as much as we do, maybe even a little bit more. Just playing Grand Theft Auto. Um, playing Grand Theft Auto because people will watch him play Grand Theft Auto, and I think to me that's like that's incredible. Like that's that's kind of like I wish that kind of stuff was around when I was um you know growing up because that's. Jeez, it's kind of why I don't I don't really poo poo on my kids playing video games because like it is a, you know, we grow up people always be like oh you can't you're not gonna make a living playing video games I'm like no actually you can I mean, yeah, if you get really play. good you get like there's esports out there now there's I mean you can get college scholarships I think for for oh yeah games. you can we have a club um, we're actually they're currently organizing a tournament with other colleges we're gonna do it all virtual, um, but it's oh, yeah, it's I think, I think I remember you telling me about that and and it's it's uh it's definitely a thing and not only that like you got other skills. You know, hand eye coordination, things like that, and it's oh, no, you, sent me the, you sent me the wrong link last week. Oh, to, yeah, that's right. To the, to the podcast, and it was about um, equipment for for, for, for doing the streaming. Because someone had just was asking me about it, and that I guess it was still in my. I thought I had copied the new link, but apparently that was still the link I had copied. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got this article. I was like, "Are we doing? A, are we doing a video game stream? Like, when are you want to start doing that? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just do a, tri- a Twitch he's, channel." He was like, "How are we going to do this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Let's start looking things up." And this, I found a great article about it. So. Because whenever I want to do something, I figure out how other people did it first and improve upon it because you do nothing by yourself. Maybe we'll talk about video games next week. Maybe we'll get Was it a nice lighthearted topic? I did want to I did want to talk about Civilization Six because we we both got into that. Oh man. That was totally the first it was the first civilization game I really got into, so maybe All right, maybe, let's, maybe we'll, we'll, Nick, we'll we'll put a pin in that and maybe let's we'll, do next week just video games. Just talk about fun things next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll just talk about video games next week. Unless something yeah. big happens. Unless you know, hopefully nothing big happens. Hopefully I, nothing I like big a boring happens. I like a boring administration. The only thing that's gonna happen is passing the new round of stimulus relief. Yes. Maybe we'll talk about that because the House passed it. Um the Senate, that's thing. But we talked about it earlier, like the fifteen dollar minimum wage that the Democrats are dropping like gonna fail yeah. on again. Yeah. Which is very, very disappointing. But well. for next time, Keith. Well, like I said, if you've uh, enjoyed listening to us rant about things, please give us a like and review. You can email us at gzenial at gmail.com. I remembered it this time. Say good job. I was I'm thinking about it all with gzenial at gmail.com. gzenial at gmail.com, people. Yeah, well, like send, us, said, send us an email. Send us, send us what you think. Tell us what you want to talk. What do you want to hear about? Yeah. What do you, yeah. I mean, Keith and I like to rant about things, but, you know, we don't. We, we know like, more we, than we, just we politics. We want to grow our listener base. <laughs> You know, share 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 this with your friends. Maybe they want to hear us talk about rant about like stupid things, and we have no problem doing that. We're here for we're here for the people. We're and when Vinny starts people. watching wrestling again, we'll get back to that. Yeah, I gotta have a good reason to I, to get to get back into watching wrestling. Uh, this is WrestleMania <laughs> season coming up, so maybe uh maybe I'll no. st- maybe I'll start getting back into things for the one show a year. That's it. I heard Shaq is wrestling. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Oh, uh, you know what? To me, that was like I didn't watch it last night. I, yeah, I didn't watch last night's AEW because he's supposed to, I guess, be on the pay per view this weekend. Honestly, it, that segment, that whole storyline, does not interest me at all. I have no yeah. interest in that storyline. So that's, that's fair. So. You know, and something that's okay. You know, you don't have to. Here's the thing about 
any show, whether it's wrestling, any kind of form of entertainment, if they're presenting you with five different storylines, you don't have to like all of them to still enjoy the show. Yeah, especially One, when you have like the three-hour show like Raw is. But... Oh, my God. Let's, that, okay, pause. Right, Pin in it. Have a good week. Take care. Peace.